You are listening to Think Funny with Aaron Donnelly, Nate Sadler, and Matt Donnelly. For show notes and to check out Aaron's books, please visit AaronDonnelly.com. And now, the show that only thinks it's funny, the Think Funny Podcast. Welcome to the Think Funny Podcast. This is Aaron Donnelly. I'm here with my co-host, Nate Sadler. Hey, everybody. And Matt Donnelly. Hi, guys. Okay, so today, let's go over our highs and lows. You guys got anything for this week, this past week? Uh, I got my first troll. Really? Oh, Nate, what happened? I did make a very dumb comment, and yeah. a guy goes, that's stupid. <laughs> but he was right. How'd you handle it? <laughs> Not well. Up. It bothered me. I blocked him. <laughs> Yeah, all he did is go, that's stupid. And then it like ruined your day, derailed you. So here was the thing. It was like a Reuters or CNN. It said, um, North Korea fires uh, fires rocket at Japan from a submarine. And I said, what this should have said was throws rock from rowboat. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Not my yeah. finest, but I, I'm cranking up volume here. Yeah, he goes, uh, that's stupid. And uh, he was right. And it made me angry and I blocked him. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah i did that one i had too but she said that's not funny and then i was like ah got all mad and then i realized yeah. it probably wasn't funny because it was about a fire and she was from that town and i was like oh man i i felt bad but i but i still blocked her i had a good one that i was kind of proud of was making up a fake word and I came up with pee socking. Yes. And it's when you have the toilet seat down and you pee on it. And then uh, instead of wiping it off with toilet paper, you just lift up your foot and wipe do a <laughs> once around on the bowl with your sock. It's something every man and can move on. identify with. So, yeah, good on you for that one. Pee socking. I'm not saying that I've done it, but I've heard that in some cultures it's done. <laughs> yep. Think funny. I feel like I'm in this like Twitter slump, so I haven't been very active lately. You guys ever get go through those periods where you just don't feel like being funny, or you don't feel like even trying to be funny? It hits I, me like oh, yeah. every couple of days. You know what? Like, I, I've kind of felt in that funk too. And here's what I do to get out of it: whatever comes to mind, it doesn't even matter. If it's funny, I type it. That's mm-hmm. how you got the in the rowboat throwing a rock. <laughs> one but do you know what that's how you also got the al the al roker one that's right which was probably our second or third highest next to this i think the spatial launch is still number one so but uh oh yeah (laughs) i forgot about that one nothing to do at all with the podcast it's just a number one tweet is just a video on nate's phone of the spacex launch i I did post (laughs) another what i thought was funny video today so a person was mowing a empty gravel lot (laughs) mowing it so go to twitter and check that out i I was dying laughing but i had to drive to the other side of the lot because i didn't want the person watching me oh you (laughs) saw this live yeah uh uh-huh wow yeah i watched the person for about five minutes and i'm like they're mowing that gravel lot one of my tweets i felt proud about too was somebody posted something about this group in the 70s this black group and all the afros and the name of the group was uh four funky guys plus one that was the name of the group (laughs) and then i thought they named the band when four funky guys got invited to a chamber of commerce dinner and needed to fill a table of five (laughs) 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 yeah i'm proud about that one you can't look at the phone after you do it you're like yeah yeah 
Good feeling. Yeah, yeah. that's me a lot. And then uh, nothing. Like, like the Hollow Notes <laughs> countdown, baby. <laughs> hey, Jenny. Jenny. Jenny's a fan. Good. She started playing uh, one of your songs, the Hollow Notes song in the car the other day. She's like, I feel like, Sweet. you know what? I'm going to support this. I'm yeah. going to listen to his songs. Good. It's that's grown great, to two, It takes a lot of dedication. Two people. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing was the other day I posted that first Hollow Notes one, and my mom goes, I'm not sure what this is all about. And I'm like, that's the most mom sounding comment that a mom has ever mom. <laughs> I'm not sure what this is all about. I know. And you responded to her something and it made me laugh because I lo- I just love it when you and your mom interact on your Facebook page. Yeah, she, I feel like she's trying to support me through something that I know is a lost cause. <laughs> so I'm going to keep plugging away. I wrote down that I don't, I was thinking about why I don't like salsa and I've determined that it's because it's free. I think that if it costs a lot of money, I would like the taste of it better. What uh, if you just left other, a bigger tip or something and you could <laughs> but it's, count that for. Don't you think he devalues? Because Jenny was going to give me some blackberry jam and she's like, do you like blackberries? And I go, yeah, but they're free. Like they're everywhere in Oregon. They grow everywhere in the wild. And so I just give it a little less value. On my taste buds. So. No, I, I get what you're saying. Okay, so then I had a dream, and I was in a bathroom, and I was mopping up all this urine in the bathroom for the mop, and I was With like paying sock. attention and really. <laughs> it was a giant sock and a stick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was mopping it all up and getting it good. And then this one guy came in and he was like a troublemaker guy. And he was like, what are you doing? Mopping up pee or something. And I was like, yeah. And, and then another guy comes in and he starts acting like he's mopping and makes this f- stupid face and starts dancing around. So I run at him and I kick him. And then a guy comes out of the stall and I punch him off to the side. And as I'm doing that, I yell and I uh, start punching in the air in my sleep. <laughs> and I almost whoa. hit Jenny. And uh, she's like, whoa, she's like holding up her hands. And my voice when I yell in my sleep is this high pitched, oh, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, that happened. And then uh, it just reminded me of, you know, dad and him yelling all the time in his sleep. Hey, you know, Matt. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, 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 you know. And then the time, of course, that Nate was sleeping in our lazy boy, and dad yelled that, and he, Nate, proceeded to get out of the lazy boy, run through the living room, through the kitchen, down the stairs to Matt's room, and say, Matt, they got your dad. <laughs> <laughs> they, he's, yeah he's gone forget about him it's over, it's over. I, get his I, knew, I knew they'd get him someday <laughs> matt they got your dad i do i do remember that i can just picture nate scurrying through the house in the middle of the night his uh his yell was kind of blood curdling oh, that's horrible yeah. that's the worst yeah. sound you ever heard mine at least is this high-pitched sort of goofy laugh <laughs> yell intruders yeah. beware when you when you break into aaron's house he's, he's gonna make you laugh <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right well today we want to talk about uh getting older so that's the topic for today is getting older maybe facing death matt this was uh, precluded by uh, uh, something that you've got coming up. Oh, I know. Um, I got next week. I've got my uh, first. Um, well, I've been putting it off for so long. First uh, exam that you're supposed to get after you're 40, physical. Yeah. Uh, where they, you know, they give you the big 
prostate exam. And then Nate, have so, you had that yet? I've had the discussion with uh, the family. <laughs> I'm going to see how Matt's goes first. <laughs> you talked it I, over with your family. I don't like how Matt now. just said the big prostate exam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any part of it to be big. No, that's why like, I, I picked it. I carefully selected the female doctor with very tiny hands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you asked for pictures of hands. Yes. I'd like Dr. Ruth to do my... Uh, why do you think they'd come along with a better way, like like a self-service station that you can just go into a room, shut the door, and it's there, and you can just sort of do something yourself <laughs> rather than having... I don't know. There's got to be a way, right? I you think know. so. With the technology well, advancements, they haven't, yeah. they haven't figured out the prostate exam one yet. We're still using think. the finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's the farthest we've come in that technology. <laughs> and then uh, I, then I was talking talking to my wife about it, and she's like, "But Matt, you, you you've had that already." <laughs> oh really? It must have been so bad that I just blocked it out Traumatic. of my memory. It must have been because yeah. I have no, I don't not remember that at all. Yeah. She must, she, she Can you live stream it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then there's calls it the pooperazzi. Stick <laughs> a camera up there. <laughs> Without being too graphic, do you have to? kind of do some uh, yard work down in that area before? <laughs> or are you just going to go <laughs> kind of in the wild? I'm getting, I'm getting waxed on, uh, okay. on Monday. Yeah. It's like, uh, Matt, didn't you moon Aubrey one time? <laughs> she came oh, down man. the stairs. That was awful. Uh, I, there's nothing worse than mooning somebody and you turn around, it's not the person you intended. <laughs> Nate's little sister. Oh, God, yeah. that was awful. Did you still end up mooning me after that? I don't remember <laughs> I that. Think, I think I gave up. <laughs> That's one thing that you can tell you're old because you uh, nobody moons anymore, I don't think. No, it's a lost art. No, it is a lost art. You're definitely in your 40s if, you, uh, if you're doing that stuff. But it's such a powerful statement. you think it'd be carry on forever. I know. You're right. I haven't heard of kids doing it lately. I would like to put out a challenge to see which one of us can do it to somebody. <laughs> and we can just go on the honor system. We don't need proof. So getting older, I think that someday we will uh, likely live forever or live for many hundreds of years. I think we'll get there to where with medicine and with technology to where we will have our genes fixed and we could live for potentially like a thousand years. And so thinking about that and how that could work, and there's actually a lot of momentum and effort right now, particularly in uh, Silicon Valley uh, sort of tech people trying to figure this out because it sounds really stupid to say, but like, old age is the leading cause of death. You take it so for granted that you're like, yeah, of course it is. But then if you start thinking of old age and aging as an actual disease that can be cured, then a whole world of things open up. And you don't have to necessarily fight cancer or dementia or anything else if you can just cure the issue of aging and uh, of cells degrading. Yeah, I saw that on uh, one of the documentaries on Netflix and how... Yeah, there's, uh, a, there's a new one called Explained, and explained, they talk about right. never growing old. Um, and they've trying to figure out on, on your DNA um, where uh, there's certain uh, places that get worn away over time. If they can stop that from happening, then that's the, that's a key to stopping the aging process. So there's chromosomes that we all have, and there's things on the tips of the chromosomes that essentially protect that DNA, that data. Those are called uh, polymers and uh, or telomeres. Sorry. And over time, those get shorter and shorter, and they no longer protect the chromosome. 
but the concept is that you can figure out a way to keep those long, then you will slow, dramatically slow the process of aging. There are some cells that the telomeres stay long indefinitely, and those are cancer cells, which is ironic, but maybe there could be a, a, a sort of a clue in cancer cells to determine how to keep the rest of our cells from essentially aging or dying. Human cells stop dividing after about 50 divisions. It's called a Hayflick limit. Every animal has different uh, Hayflick limits. So you'll see like some animals live, you know, two weeks. Dogs live, you know, 12 years. Turtles can live 150 years, stuff like that. And then there are some animals that essentially are immortal. They only get killed by natural events. Um, I think a lobster sometimes are considered that way. Maybe jellyfish, some jellyfish. Yeah, the the Greenland shark yeah. can live to be yeah. four to 600 years old. Yeah. So they don't necessarily die of old age. They die of something else eventually. And if it, that's existing in some other animal, there's no reason to believe that we couldn't make it happen for us. I think that's fascinating. And I think that's heading towards us faster than we think. One of the most promising medicines is a medicine called metformin, which is a diabetes medicine, which they noticed when they started using it in animals, the animals lived longer. And so what it does is it reduces the insulin in your body and uh, your body starts to kind of go in almost a hibernation or a self-protection mode and it protects your own cells a little better and just allows you to live longer. So they notice that people with diabetes that are taking this medicine can often outlive people without diabetes. I feel like our hope lies with Wilfred Brimley somehow. <laughs> yeah. Diabetes. Yeah. Did you know that when he was in the movie Cocoon, he was only like 44 or 45? Really? Because yeah. they showed a picture of Tom Cruise at the same age that Wilford Brimley was in Cocoon. And you're yeah. like, no freaking way. Wilford Brimley looks 40 years older. But. It's like the Golden Girls mom. They, everybody yep. says, oh, you know, she's she's young. She's mm -hmm. younger than everybody. It is One strange though how people, uh, you know, you, you can be like a very young looking 40. You know, you, I see some people from school that just look like, you can tell they have a rough life. They lived a rough life, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe it's just genetic. Uh, you know, it's hard to say. But Yeah, it could be that people that have lived to 100 have a certain genetic mutation that this medicine metformin is sort of compensating for that we don't have. And that's what allowed them to live that long. So one of the other things that was interesting was uh, life expectancy. So you always hear like 200 years ago, life expectancy was like 40 years old or whatever. So... That's not really accurate. It is accurate, but basically it's it's skewed because so many kids were dying in, in childhood mm -hmm. before the age of five. But if you could make it to the age of 70, the age that those people died was not that much younger than people that, that make it to 70 today die. So one of the big pushes I think that Bill Gates and some other people like that are doing is trying to get every, at least get... Uh, the life expectancy of a lot of countries in Africa moved up to get every kid past five years old, essentially. I was thinking, what if you lived to be a thousand? What would that do to your motivation to get a job, to get married, have kids? Imagine if you had 10 100-year-long marriages, and that was just accepted. How that would change our culture and everything if we lived to be a thousand years old? Don't don't you think if you lived a thousand years, something would happen to you through those thousand years? An oh, accident or a yeah. coconut falls yeah. on you and kills you? Yeah, something's probably going to happen, but it may not, especially if yeah. by, the by the point where we're getting to live a thousand years, we may have enough technology to where it's actually an enjoyable thousand years. Like, we, like today, 
my life is better than people 100 years ago because of technology and advances. And maybe in 500 years, we will have to work way less and enjoy life way more. Food will be way more easier to get. Shelter, way more easier to get. So maybe it'll be an enjoyable, you know, thousand yeah, years. We, we should ask my grandma, because 100 years yeah. ago, she was five. <laughs> yeah. So she, she has a Facebook name? Uh, yeah, I think so. She's not posting a lot of stuff, but uh, <laughs> she's on there. Would you guys want to live a thousand years? Yeah, it, it would be cool. But I just think, I mean, as, as we advance, artificial intelligence advances too. So yeah, it's going to be a race to see uh, to see which one takes over the other, I think. so. Well, one of the other theories is that you can somehow upload your consciousness yep. into a computer. But the thing is, that's not you. That's a copy of you. Mm-hmm. It's like the beam me up Scotty thing. They, every time they beam somebody up, that's not them. That's a copy of them. That's, they what, died. I, that's what always cracked me up about that show. It, they're completely yeah. destroyed to the cellular yes. level and completely yeah. recreated cell by cell. It's a new person. It's a copy. But uh, You know what I miss, though, about when you used to get old... Didn't, doesn't it seem like uh, when like people don't do over the hill parties anymore? I don't think mm. it's I because mean, there's yeah. no Spencer gifts anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's where you bought all those supplies. Do you guys get flu shots? I do not. I've never really gotten the flu that bad. At least yeah. as long as I can remember. So really he lives in Florida. He's he's immune. Well, something I heard the other day, and I thought, oh, that's true. I never thought of that before. And they're like, a flu shot is not for you. It's to reduce the number of flu cases that are out there yes. for the old people that can't survive it if they get it. Yeah. So it increases their percentage of not getting it when you get a flu shot. Do you get a Marin? I do, yeah. Yeah, I just got one like two weeks ago. Yeah, me too. So the yeah. government mind control stuff's in me now. So. <laughs> it's there. I know. I know. I never thought I'd do a, the touch Apple thing or the face recognition. Don't. Then I got oh, a new phone. And oh, it was no. so convenient. Aaron, no, they got you. Uh, they got you now. I know. <laughs> my work don't. makes me type in like a six-digit code to get into my phone every single time. And with the touch, I can just get in that's a big life hack for me so you're right okay it's all over do you guys ever feel old around your kids all the time yeah i mean i mentioned before i have a six-year-old and being an older dad um i'm just so tired all the time i feel so bad too because i I just lay there in the chair (laughs) she just crawls on you she's like vibrating she's moving so fast and uh i'm just like uh i feel like a big sloth How about Nate, your kids with technology do you do you feel like you don't understand um, it that's when i feel old is when they want me to fix something i'm like i don't know what to do so i just start <laughs> pushing things and eventually te- i give up do you text with your thumbs or with your index finger Ooh, thumbs I think that's what divides people, divides the generations. I, I can't, I can't, I tried my thumbs, but I just can't do it. So, oh, really? I'm, I might you still well do s- your index finger, like yeah, a pointer. I'm pretty fast at it, but I tried thumbs, I just can't do it. So, huh. I'm had. I always, sometimes I'll sit down with Lennon and I'll be like, okay, and I'll just say, show me, show me everything new, Lennon. Just let's go on the internet. You just show me things that I don't know. And she'll just go to like websites that kids are on and Twitch and whatever else that I'm, I don't even have a clue that exists. 
Matt, do you remember? Uh, so our mom was a stickler for dial-up, and she's still holding on to the to the uh, flip flip phone. And my texts don't even go through to her on the flip phone; they just show up blank. Do your texts go through to mom? Not if you lo- if you use an emoji, they won't go through. Oh, okay, uh, I found that out. Or any anything that that t- requires the least bit of memory, because I, I had to do that because she wants some pictures, even though on her phone the picture's like one inch by one inch. <laughs> Yeah, she wanted a picture. Is it a track phone? Are you going track phone to track phone? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But she had had dial-up. She had dial-up in Iowa until maybe a year ago. I don't know. I think she has has regular internet now, but she had net zero. Okay, I was going to say, what's her uh, internet provider? Yeah, Yeah, so I, (laughs) I told her that when they... Got rid of net zero. It was truly net zero. They had zero customers after that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she said that guys like Comcast or whatever would call and they'd be like, you still have dial up? And she's like, yeah, we like it. I, t- I can turn on the computer. Then I go make Jim's coffee and we sit down. And then by the time we're done, it's ready to go. <laughs> you know. And they said, it's actually cheaper to give you high speed internet to continue to pay for dial up. And she's like, no, we're happy. <laughs> So she held on, but I think she's done for at this point. Still got the flip phone though. It's gonna be hard to get rid of the flip phones. I think. I think they'll. Ha- I think they're gonna hang on a while because yeah. there's a lot of um, a lot of people that are resistant to the change. So that and then yeah. that seems like a very Florida thing to me. Like I, I bet when you're out and about, you see a lot of people with uh, your track phone type things, don't you? Well, I, oh, I yeah. bet you see a lot of people with Bluetooth because that's an old thing too. People that wear them all the time. Yes. Yeah. Answering, yeah. answering calls in Walmart. Yeah. There's a, there's yeah. a guy at my church that wears his uh, Bluetooth oh. earpiece in church and yes. he, he looks like the most unimportant guy in the world. Like <laughs> no, nobody's calling. I had a guy wear one in an interview one time when I was interviewing him. <laughs> I was like expecting a call. Have you seen that uh, video that's going around where that pastor, he's speaking in tongues and then he looks up at his phone and he like gets real soft and then he puts his phone down and he keeps putting up his phone as he's like giving, you know, praying and things like that. What's he doing? Um, He's just looking at his phone. I think he's checking his email while he's like speaking in tongues. Oh. Oh, jeez. I thought you were going to say he was like reading what to say, like ba la 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 or something. He's got this page full of like Different unintelligible. It just says the word unintelligible. The thing that got me thinking was like, what activities make you guys feel old? For me, it's like, uh, you know, I've been doing CrossFit for a while and I. Don't like mentioning it because my kids are sick of hearing it. But when I'm done, I feel like I've been hit by a truck. Like my body. Do you do the things with the big heavy ropes where you kind of whip them? No, it's that? a lot of weightlifting and pull-ups and push-ups yeah. and stuff A lot like of pull-ups, that. Nate? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, they're, Did they're you ass- get a pull-up under your belt? They're assisted. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that. A guy that I'm friends with there the other day, he was so happy. And I'm like, what's your deal? He goes, I did a pull-up. He's like, I've never done... He's probably 45 to 50. He's rubbing ne- your face. He goes, I've never done a pull-up. He goes, I just did three. And I'm like, God <gasps> dang it. <laughs> so gives you something to shoot for. But that's when I feel old is when I do that. And then I feel wrecked for the next two days. I, uh, I had to give up uh, playing adult baseball like a couple years ago. Oh, did you, Matt? Yeah, oh. because I uh, I didn't realize how bad my eyes were, but I was I was catching a scrimmage game, and the ball missed my glove and, like, went to the backstop. And then the next time, it, like, missed my glove, and it hit me in the face mask. 
<laughs> I, know, like, I had to get out of the game, and then I went to the di- I went to the eye doctor, and I need bifocals. You could get like rec spec. They have some pretty cool looking rec specs these days. Yeah, that's true. You oh, see like a lot James of James Worthy. <laughs> yeah. You know what? The ones these days are pretty sweet looking. Like my 15 year old mm-hmm. wears them. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah. Think about it. Don't give up the dream, Matt. I think it's awesome, Matt, that you caught and, and uh, Jose Canseco was standing there. Yeah, that that's was pretty cool. cool. Yeah, I didn't yeah. tell you that, Nate. We, uh, I was in a tournament in Las Vegas, and we played Jose Canseco's team in Vegas. And But it was crazy because this guy was pitching, and he doesn't throw fast at all. And uh, Canseco fouled two off, like monster foul balls. And then he threw a curveball that didn't even curve, and Canseco just looked at it. And I looked up at him, and it was strike three, and I just couldn't believe it. Did you smack talk to him? Yeah, I should have. <laughs> yeah. But then the next next time uh, next time he came up, he hit one like five, the longest home run I've ever seen in person. It must have yeah. been like 500 feet. And then I, then he pitched. He pitched later on in the game, and I uh, I got to bat against him, which was really, really strange. He actually hit me and I won at bat. He like grazed really? my jersey. He grazed my jersey. But, uh, he charged yeah, him I, out? I sh- oh, my God. I would have... <laughs> <laughs> I would have died that day. <laughs> I would like to see a guy charge the mountain and just get the crap kicked out of him by I the pitcher. What's your philosophy on uh, getting older? Do you you see yourself like aging gracefully or are you going to go for like the just for men and dye your hair and things like that? I think you know where I stand. I mean, I already tried the hair transplant <laughs> deal so and that was a spectacular failure. So, Like I, I grew my beard out a lot. Uh, just looks like a short beard, but I look so old that I don't want to look like uh, my daughter's grandpa. So that's what yeah. motivates me <laughs> to really to keep it keep oh. it kind of clean. Because uh, yeah. but the worst is being out in Florida and everything is uh, you know it's like a it's a bathing suit culture because you go outside, you go to the pool, and, you know, beach, whatever. And right. I, I got like I'm starting to get like this gray chest hair, which is like the most disgusting thing. Like yeah. whenever I see guys with gray chest hair, it looks like they've got like a possum on their chest. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's sick. So I yeah, I'm not a I wasn't a big fan of body grooming, but that's like too gross to let it, to let it stand. So. But I think with chest hair, you either gotta wax it or go full on Magnum PI, like just copious amounts of chest hair, <laughs> yeah. and then you're okay. Like I think either looks good. Like. And I was going to ask you guys, and please don't respond to this. Um, does the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> <laughs> but please don't answer that. Do you like? Jenny do you guys like it. being in your forties, or or uh, or do you feel like it's got disadvantages? I love it. I feel yeah, tired I like being older all the too. time. I I would like to. <laughs> I would like to not feel tired all the time. If I could trade. Yeah. That. Other than that, I mean, I feel like as far as being like comfortable in my own skin and like a good headspace. I'm in the best headspace I've ever been in. I feel that way too. I feel a lot more confident and just competent and, and just stable, stable minded. Did I tell you yeah. guys what something weird that started happening to me after I turned 40 is I started growing extra teeth. Have you heard about that? What? That's even possible. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I started getting in two extra teeth in the bottom of my gums and I, I, I had to look it up and they're called like wolf teeth or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, so that's something that you had to look forward to. So I think they as you old? age and grow extra teeth, they're like really they're like little little bits of baby teeth. They kind of, but I've seen pictures of other people like growing in like real like sized teeth. Crazy. I've never heard of this. <laughs> uh, Wolf teeth. Were you listening to Warren Zevon when this happened? <laughs> huh? Oh man. So are they painful? 
Yeah, it was teething. Do you need like a teether thing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was painful. Um, But luckily, they've stopped. So I just got like two little bumps inside my uh, in my mouth. And I went to the dentist, and they they like that's what scared me more. The dentist didn't even seem to care. She he was like, ah, no big deal. Like it happens to everybody. Like you just everybody's growing these extra teeth when they turn forty. It's crazy. You should get grills on them. (laughs) (laughs) Two layers of grill, two rows, next level. Are you guys afraid of dying? Have you thought about death, dying? Well, I'm thinking about it right now during this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hot in here. I think it's weird when you go to a, a graveyard and you see all these tombstones of people that died in like the 1800s. There's no one around that even remembers that they exist. I know. I their, think their existence is, means really nothing. It's at this like point. they never existed. And, but they had their life and their worries, and they went through their day, and they were stressed. And right now, no one remembers that they even existed. Yeah. I guess that's the way it's going to be. Not to sound like sappy or philosophical, but I try to think of it like you need to matter to people and be good to people. And it's the thing about having a thousand people at your funeral. That'd be that'd mean more than being a millionaire or billionaire. You know, I think right. I try and think about that, like with the way I treat people. Like, do, do they know I care? Do I matter to them? That's important to me. I bring it on myself a little bit because I'm on this obituary listserv. So I get an email whenever somebody dies that's a member of the of the bar. <laughs> so it's like oh, often, really? man, because you know this generation, the generation that has a lot more, is getting older. So it's quite depressing. I need to get off of it. Imagine yeah. being like I always thought that one of the worst jobs ever would be um, like those people that carve the monuments. You know, like tombstones or like if you have a monument. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be such a terrible job because all day, every day, you're etching in and you're like probably wondering about that person and thinking about your own mortality all the time. I just always thought that would be a miserable job. I've never thought about that job. Yeah. <laughs> now you will. Yeah. <laughs> you thinking of a second, you were thinking second careers, Nate, and that, so that's what you're I, I'm always, I'm always hustling and moving. Yep. Do either one of you guys have like a bucket list or things you would put on a bucket list? It's not anything I want to go. It's almost like things I want to create, like novels or a show or something like that, that I feel like I wanted to be creative and show this part of me. That's my bucket list stuff, really. And just having a good time with Jenny as long as I can, you know, and have a good time with my kids. And You know, it's never too late. I think the colonel was uh, in his 60s when he started KFC. Really? Yeah. I had, I was reading this book once called Late Bloomers. And it, oh. <laughs> it had these inspirational stories about people that didn't start their, you know, passions until later in life. So, yeah. That's, that's that my like book, a book my you book found in like a waiting room in Florida? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's for, it's in every reading. It's required reading. That's not for, a book uh, that you you seek out. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm no. picturing like cartoons of women in bloomer wearing bloomers or something on the front cover. If you guys could pick how you were going to die, what would you do? Like my my daughter's fish. He's got a Popeye, which is literally exactly what it sounds like. It's an, your eyes jumps, it bounces out or something and it starts to rot. And then uh, he's also got a tumor on his back. So she was like, we need to probably euthanize him. I was like, well, how do you do that? And my first thought was you just put him on the ground and stomp him. And Jenny and Lennon were horrified that I would consider doing that. And I'm like, I, that's how I would want to go. I want to do something awesome. If, if you're going to let me choose, I'm going to be strapped. I'm going to let you choose. <laughs> I want to be like jumping off a cruise ship onto a beach of some beautiful island just fireworks on every inch of my body and then you light it and i blow up it's just like how you lived your life now 
Matt, why don't you take us out? All right. This is uh, Matt Donnelly for my co-hosts, Aaron Donnelly and Nate Sadler. Uh, thank you for listening to Think Funny Podcast, and please check us out on Twitter at ThinkFunnyPodC1. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May your hands always be busy. May your feet always be swift. And may you have a strong foundation when the winds of change shift. And may your heart always be joyful. And may your song always be sung. Sing it. May you stay forever young.